Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat yeah. by one of the classics, an early guest, one of a, one of our favorites, one of your favorites. Been way too long since he's been on. He's a hilarious actor, improviser who writes on TV shows like Grand Crew, video games, TV shows about video games. Mm-hmm. Please welcome Thought Dead trademark. It's <laughs> Iffy Waterway. Yes. Yes, a.k.a. Ify Shuku. Every time I check my bank account, Ify Shuku, you wouldn't even believe my bank amount. Ify Shuku, I kept count up the whole goddamn amount. Ify Shuku, I made it. And sometimes I forget that I'm famous, just like I'm Amos. Turn around. It's the worst uh, little Uzi Bird verse of 2022. He ruined a Baby Keem song, but... Hey, it's all uh, beside right. that, beside that bar, it's it's actually the worst. Just bar the verse itself. Okay, that bar. He made a famous Amos reference in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. Yeah, you know. But yes, I'm here. I the dad in me that. appreciates that. Yeah, the yeah, dad yeah. in me like, sees the dad in you. Yeah, you're like, oh, I it's time to it. pack my kids' lunch. You're right. <laughs> you're yeah, like, exactly. I'm late for school. You're like, hold on. Uh, let me put on. Uh, I just want to rock by Lil Uzi Vert. You ready for this one? That that song goes. It has that no reason goes. being as good as it is, but it is. I have a question cool. for you dads out here. Is mm-hmm. it do you, how often are you like it when when you're trying to like rock a baby? You know what I mean? 
are you, mm-hmm. do you ever just rap a verse? Like, cause I feel like people have baby appropriate songs, but I have so many rap verses memorized that I feel like yeah. if I could summon it, I could be like, you know, I could just lean into it, you know, like, oh, I'm yeah. a hustler, baby. I rock a fly baby in the summertime for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. And I, and you look, they're, they're so young. They're not even going to remember all the words you're using. So you can just go <laughs> full explicit on that rock yeah. on the first few years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pretend I know the whole rap God verse by Eminem. <laughs> and they were like, you know, I was spitting that shit perfect yeah, when yeah. you were a baby. Yeah. You just don't remember it because you were a child. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely like more of my brain is Dr. Seuss shit now. Like I just yeah. realized like we were waiting in line somewhere and we started doing, I don't know, like some silly, you know, shit. And I realized I know all of Dr. Seuss's ABCs like by heart and oh, can shit. just like spit that back, which is not Ooh. like that hard. You already know what order it comes in because of the, because it's the What's ABCs. D? But yeah, there's a lot of rhymes that uh, start taking up space that, Used to be occupied by Ghostface versus, <laughs> I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Italian, Italian music down the river with your chick clinging. Like, like oh, that's that's gone now to my bit yeah. all player you yeah, mad yeah. for. That's right. Ify, how are you doing, man? It's been, been way too long. Yeah, I know it's been way too long. It's, you know, I've been trying to squeeze in here between gigs, but like it really was a... Uh, a quick runner last year because I was doing Twisted Metal at the top of the year and then yeah. right after Twisted Metal I was back in Grand Crew but now um, you know I'm chilling um, you know you know uh, developing some stuff you know That's inside cool. baseball but you know now I have free time I've been dying to come on the pod and it's now is the perfect time because I think if I would have went in when I was like right after the room when I was just like you know like neck deep in writing a TV show and not coming up for air but now you know i'm back on my gym routine and part of my gym routine which you know this if you don't know this already uh you know uh zeit gang if you are on uh spotify you can do the daily drive that's that's my shit and what they do when you do the daily drive is they mix in the npr kind of like daily up first and then it goes into your uh your music playlist and then they'll pick like a you know, a podcast, that's your vibe. I think they figured out that I'm a leftist. So then it goes to marketplace, then it'll place more playlists. And then if you come back in the day, you'll get the updates with uh, NPR's kind of up next updates, which is great. So why are you trying to hold on, man? I just told you I was having a kid and you're trying to take money out of his mouth. Okay. Uh, Right there, because, you know, we have a morning show too, and then we will update you later in the day. I also give music recommendations, but yes, uh, yeah. Shout out that other app. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that other. I know. I totally nah, nah, came I'm on here chilling, chilling. But you know, definitely because uh, when well, I was in dope. my deep pod one, I was I was double dipping. Uh, you know, listening to y'all, listening to this, and but also I do think Spotify does need to get the uh, TDZ because y'all would fit the vibe more because it is funny having it go from NPR's you know tone to like baby keem and i'm like they, right this would never be on kpcc or wherever you're listening like they are never gonna be like okay the needle drop after ira glass right, right, off, right. it's gonna be the they're like get ready <laughs> try and do it sometimes and it's it's embarrassing every it's, time they do it is jarring whereas like if the needle drop came off of, off of us you'd be like yeah that makes right. sense i mean yeah, we yeah. we go out on some bangers right. so um yeah if you work in spotify definitely let them know to get tdz in that daily yeah, drive let them no, yeah. well, that's, that's my new campaign to, to, uh, on, to make up for what I just did. I'm definitely gonna see what I can do <laughs> to pull some you. strings. Man, also uh, Grand Crew was dope. I gotta tell you, oh, I thank Grand you, Crew, so man. good. 
Yeah, I can confidently say this next season is going to be funnier. Uh, You know, and I think you know if you if you're like, I feel like when you're in the city and you're tapped in, everyone kind of knows that first season is kind of more establishing everyone's relationships. Yeah, know. And second season, we were able to just go like, what's the funniest shit we can think of? I feel like you guys were able to get to that pretty quickly, though. Like, oh yeah, after like the first few, if the show really fucking caught its stride and. I still love that pipe Jerry or Jerry pipe joke. I don't know who wrote that one. But oh, that yeah, one that, um, that every was time. I, I forget who did that. But I what I do remember is I was trying so hard to be pipe Jerry. I was, I was like, <laughs> and then when they when we saw pipe Jerry, I was like, no, nah, y'all got the right one. Because like, yeah, you know, yeah, your boy yeah. is buff, but that guy was shredded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pipe Jerry. Yeah, right? that was, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell the pipe Jerry joke. What, what is it? Oh, uh, so Nikki in her phone has uh, pipe Jerry and Jerry pipe. One is a handyman, one is a stripper, and she calls the stripper up when she wanted the handyman, but he comes in as a handyman, so they think it's him, and he just starts getting it. I I just love the fucking difference of Jerry Pipe and Pipe Pipe. The fine balance. Yeah. Yes. What is something from your search history? Uh, Recently, I was searching sandwiches near me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Which I thought was like kind of a funny but pathetic no. <laughs> little thing to search is near me. It all, you know, it's like what's just near around me in arm's length. Yeah, yeah reaching distance. Yeah. You kind of. Yeah. That's like you're like you're basically just typing into your phone, I'm hungry. Sandwiches within earshot. Yeah. So I can yell sandwiches and someone. <laughs> and I wanted me. a sandwich. I would you know, I did a couple day trip type things that we've had some family visiting over the holidays. And that some of those days really feel like, okay, now you gotta have a sandwich after yeah. like a day trip. Oh, yeah. And so I needed one in the vicinity. And where'd you end up? Well, we just ate at we were at the botanical garden, Huntington Botanical oh, Garden. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Beautiful beautiful botanical garden. Oh, and we yeah. just ate at the cafe there because ah. it was too hard to get to. Anything another else. sandwich but i i was thinking of some and i didn't get them but i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eventually get there you ever it's funny when you say sand, like sandwich near me because <laughs> you know like google will always auto fill stuff for yeah. you to be like near like i need a physical therapy like an orthopedic blah blah near me near and me part of yeah me you, want it, goes, you want it really far away part of <laughs> me i like i'm like some weird like early search snob where i'm like that's not how you're gonna fucking figure out where it is you know what yeah, I mean? you don't it's need like, to have it specific in there. but Obviously, it's optimized to use your location to just figure that on your own. But I, it's for whatever reason, whenever I see you near me, I'll never do that. I'll fully type in the city. I'm like, well, no, I was desperate for a sandwich. Know. That's why yeah. I allowed the autocomplete. To, I was like, you're right. Yeah. I need it close. It needs yeah. to be here now. Food there, not that great. Not that great. No, it was the Japanese it was a, garden. It though, was immaculate. I, who doesn't love a Japanese garden? <laughs> Actually, it is like the, I'm semi joking, but it is the most packed place. And you are like, this rules. This is tranquil as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild how diverse, like all of the flora and fauna and stuff like we're like, OK, now we're in Asia. Now you're down yes. under in the in the like succulent desert area. Are you a dad already or this is first? Day? <laughs> this is, no, you're talking you're talking dad talk. Dads. Yeah. Look, I'm a dad. And l- let me tell you, uh-huh. I love me some flora. Exactly. Oh, don't get me started types. on fauna because yeah. oh my shit. god <laughs> it gets it gets nuts <laughs> but dads love different types of things growing i, I have my father-in-law yeah. here and he has pointed out many a tree oh, <laughs> and i'm like and i'm interested hey kid, i'm like you're, you're, you're the, preaching yeah. the choir man we'll go on a boat 
cruise around the bay, check out the flotsam and jetsam, you know, yeah. Ooh, we do it all. That would be really nice. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's what I'm into now. Not so much Jetsam, actually. I had a bad experience. A big flotsam. Jetsam. Just like my flotsam game is on You flotsam or jetsam? Flots. <laughs> there you go. Flots Not, all the yeah. way, dude. No, Miles is definitely built, built for this shit. He's, I, That's I, great. I have unending useless knowledge to bore yeah. my child with. Yeah. And then, That's what they need. Exactly. And then they'll, re, they'll regurgitate that at school. And they'll be like, what are you, what's going on at home? Yes, you know, my, like my son already does that. My son talked yeah. about Costco a lot. Yeah. Right. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. My kid, I'm like, oh no, but oh yes. Yeah. yeah. My oh, kid will yeah. talk about like Taco Bell, like how to get a Mexi melt, the carceral mm. state, and Ronald Reagan is why we have unhoused people. Where's yeah. the che- cheesy gordita crunch? Uh, last time I went there, they didn't have the cheesy gordita crunch meal anymore. Wow. They may have to. They may, yeah. have, they may have you a la carte that thing, man. I don't know. Your listeners are just you. eating this up. They're like, wow. No, our you listeners are holding yeah. the heat. <laughs> no, because they knew my love of the Mexi melt, and somebody who used okay. to work at a Taco Bell was like, this is how you can order it still. This is how you just Whoa, tell them how to assemble it. And I was like, thank you so much, dear thank listeners. Thank you, sir. Coming through. Here's the cheat code. Because as I think about it, too, you're maybe shortening my life as I become a parent if I keep up with the Taco Bell hacks. So maybe You know, but that's okay, too, because you're going to want to get out at some point. So it's like, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm going down, Taco Bell. And die like a man. Yeah, yeah with Taco exactly. Bell. That's on Man Thinkers, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mexi melt. Mexican pizza clutch to my chest. I love you, son. <laughs> ah, I see. Heart attack your way out of there. What is something you think is overrated? Staying up late. Yes. Spoken like a true father. <laughs> yeah, this is this has become such it's a dad me. cast. I Holy know. Shit. Hey, check out the botanical the gardens. Going, huh? <laughs> you said it, and I gave an involuntary yes. Yeah. And I will. I will say. Also, even more sadly, that I've always kind of felt that way. Even in my high school days, I was sort of known for like kind of cutting it off at around I, I, midnight was like my cutoff in high school. Yeah. Wow. I was like, well, there's nothing's going to happen anymore. It's over. Wait, what do you mean? Nothing's going to happen? That's what like, my so dare officer said. Nothing good happens after midnight. So I, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel that for di- different reasons. Right, right. Right. I would say my our, my counterpoint to the dare officer, I'd be like, no, do your drugs earlier. Right. And then you could still get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't be. Don't run with the sun. You exactly. Know I mean? You don't, don't want to be running that. with the sun. No, you don't want to no, wake that. up refreshed. And you're like, I had a great, insane night last night on tons of drugs. <laughs> I did it at 1145. Yeah, exactly. 7 a.m. to 1145. What is, Allison, something you think is overrated? Well, this goes right kind of into what you guys were just saying. I feel that everyone else in their goddamn opinions are overrated. First of all, Mm -hmm. I personally overrate them. But being someone who has a podcast, uh, occasionally I hear, frequently I hear people's opinions about everything about me and my show. And, oh, the way you pronounce that word bothers me. The way you say this bothers me. Um, And because I do overrate it, then I have to be like, fine, I guess I'll just change the way I do everything to appease you. So I just feel like in general, people with all their opinions, if they happen to have to do with me and are negative and make me feel bad, eh, no, thank you. Just, you know, they always say, you know, living on the words of others is a double edged sword, you know, because the compliments can like power you up. But if if you really lean on that, the criticism will fucking just cut you in half, too. And I think it's about for me personally, like throughout my life, I've tried to get away from that because I'm such a people pleaser that I really do care a lot about what people think. And it's more about centering yourself in everything you do and realizing that the most true living experience you can have is to honor what 
who you are sincerely and really understand that outside commentary can allow those words to like penetrate into your soul because then you're completely doing yourself a disservice and not treating yourself with the sanctity that you deserve. So that is beautiful. You know, that's and I someone's agree. Fucking words. And I actually that's sort of I I go back and forth a lot. Like that's something that for the most like I, I I have that realization, maybe not as eloquently as you put it, but I have that realization frequently. And then all of a sudden I will find that like, oh, this these comments bothered me. It's weird. I thought I was a little more armored. Um, all that being said, allow me to say I'm being somewhat facetious. Like, yeah, for the yeah, most part, I, I love that people l listen and for have sure. an opinion. And of course, I want to hear feedback and all of that stuff. I'm just saying occasionally I'm like, eh, no, not today, people. Occasionally yeah, they yeah, should yeah. consider shutting the fuck up. <laughs> just, Everyone just occasionally. should. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like the, the, you have no responsibility to be like, oh, I heard that. It's like, well, yeah. Say whatever the fuck you want. I'm not the same, you know. Fuck yeah. out of here. I'm just, I'm, let, look, live your shit from the inside and let that resonate outside. Don't let the shit, re, re, don't, don't do that shit in reverse. Don't let the outside shit affect your internal state. Oh, you know what I mean? So, like, that's so good. I recently, yeah, I heard let your someone internal say, truth resonate out. Oh, I think it was, I think it was Harry, <laughs> noted ginger, was saying that the, birthday um, twin. the royal family's policy is like, Never complain, never explain. And I was thinking that's the opposite of my policy. I'm <laughs> yeah. constantly, I'm the most over explainy person in the whole world. <laughs> right. And I'll complain too. Yeah, yeah. It's healthier. Yeah, because the other side of it, you end up writing a book where you just like air out every weird thing that's happened to you in your life. And you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Harry. I do want to oh, read man. it though. Yeah, I know Anna right now. She's yeah, got we've the, been getting updates from Super. She's got the audio book. In real time. She's like, Prince Charles wears Dior sausage. And we're like, Dior <laughs> sausage? And it was a Sauvage. typo because she <laughs> yeah. meant to say Dior Sauvage. Yo, and, and when I responded to her and said, I was over here searching Dior sausage, but Dior sa <laughs> Sauvage is so, is so perfect. But as I was trying to type Sauvage, it auto-corrected to sausage, to sausage like for like i couldn't get it to it was like, <laughs> like no, no you definitely mean dior sausage my friend that's amazing <laughs> yeah dior sausage what were you envisioning like some kind of high-end sausage that he put well, on his he body he has sausage I fingers so i was like <sighs> i thought this was something yeah but i wasn't I envisioning know. sausage that he put on his body i'm sorry when i read that text it fucked me up so bad because like how do I not know what a deal? You got into a car is? crash. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, yeah, I've listened. I listen to so much rap and like luxury brands are named. You kind of buy osmosis or kind of up on shit. I'm like the Dior sausage. Like, is that yeah. a food or is that like a piece of jewelry that he keeps on him? Like, he got that Dior sausage on him. I have no yeah. idea. But what is Dior Sauvage? Is that a line of something? That, that is the, it's the, the cologne. super offensive Johnny Depp cologne. It's Dior's cologne that they have where like Johnny Depp is in the ads playing electric guitar around like indigenous peoples like oh God. in the desert yeah. and no no just very very like running with a wolf or some shit yeah like running with a wolf, wolf. He, so many scarves like he's just <laughs> yeah. being swallowed by scarves and <laughs> he's just out there at, in the desert with the moon and wolves and indigenous people and heavy-handed nonsense it's it's like a thing that they they doubled down on him being the spokesperson for the product as he was on trial. It's oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, shout out to Sausage, though. Yeah. 
But the sausage has a great snack. Delicious. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you think is underrated, Teresa? I'm going to go real basic, organizing bins. Uh, I moved in with my boyfriend recently and into like hey, where he already congratulations. lives. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. But I've been good like... Things, good I, times? I, it, it's great. But, yeah. you know, I, this is probably something guys who have been through this will relate to, I think, because I think that it's more common than I realized. I move things around constantly because we didn't move in together. So I'm like shuffling things around. I started getting bins to put things that are out like, oh, floss, pens. Now everything's in bins, but it's still like around because I'm not trying to. (laughs) So now like his friends will come over and be like, ah, I see there's more bins around. Like (laughs) just like all the loose items that were out and about are now in bins, but I love it. And I think that it, doesn't distract from his flow to like what do you mean by do you mind showing me like so give me an example Uh, of something that was yeah and then there's there's a well i wish i can't grab it now but these bright room clear ones if you target sells them they're great Uh, you can stack them like by our where so we, you're just like, organ. It's not like you're filling up like Rubbermaid storage containers. No, you're no. Like, yeah, man. But there's they're all everywhere. Stuff. They're, Very they're everywhere. <laughs> they're in the bathroom. They're in the kitchen. It's like that. What is that ludicrous song? Like uh, in the car, in the bathroom. Oh, oh yeah. The song, <laughs> the uh, song. jacuzzi those... in the backseat at the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. You can push yeah, me and just pull me. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me but now. Yeah, I got to recommend. I can't. I can't recommend any more of these clear bins because they stack. You could put like coffee pods, tea, chocolate, every like. Yeah. No, clear. that's true. They're nice. I, I've never. It's funny. I gr- so you probably seen this. I feel like Asian people use like Tupperware too as yes. like container storage things, like on the no desk. Like I grew up at all. Yo, I remember my mom. She would like like I'd be in like sixth grade. She's like your room's a mess. It's like I organized it. But just put all my pens, like, in a fucking Tupperware <laughs> and other yeah. shit like that. And a yogurt and, container. Or old cookie yeah, bins. Yeah, yeah. That's the oh, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. Go to, you go to, like, an auntie's house and there's, like, those Danish cookies bins. Oh, the blue one? Like, the blue metal ah. one? That's yeah, yeah, for sewing. Open, that's yeah, for sewing. You open yeah. it, it's just, like, no. sewing. Yeah, sewing that's, 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 that's for sewing. That's our sewing kit. That's our sewing kit. But, yeah, I think it's just, it is funny because I think of that, too. I have. It's just not in my brain to think of buying organizational bins or holders or things like that. So I think as just how I'm kind of a, like a messy person, people who have been to the iHeart office back when it was running, my desk looked like some kind of fucking hoarders like nightmare. But I'm, I'm I will learning organize it now. your office for you. I literally love it. Like it's like I think a new addiction because if. It's fun to organize. Do you, really also, percentage when you're organizing, what percentage of the stuff are you throwing away? Am I high? Oh, where am I oh, throwing away? Yeah. Okay, uh, is my high. How high are you? And what percentage of the stuff are you so throwing high. away? Well, so like, I'll, I'm trying not to throw away too much because that's the part I think will become annoying. Like literally, I'm like, my boyfriend be like, it's fine, do whatever. So I just try to reorganize. But I already moved in, so a lot of my stuff is gone. Uh, okay. So it really is just rearranging. And I think that yeah. part, I love it because sometimes until you move you don't realize that the fl- what the flow is going to be so yeah. i've had to shuffle where the keys go like maybe four times and that is probably annoying but um you know my boyfriend's yeah. a saint and he just acts like he doesn't mind i hope i hope he still <laughs> loves me but i'm sure he does you're lovable I mean, but you, are you saying that they've also improved the container game like it's no longer like the the containers that you can get are are better than they used to be yeah, I think so. I think they realized we were using Tupperware and repurposing like old, yeah. like, you know, boxes and shit. 
like I used to put my magazine in an old Amazon box, like cut in half. And yeah. now it's like, you you know, you don't have to spend a lot. You can just couple bucks and get these like nice yeah. plastic bins that stack. And Or my mom, she'll put fucking wrapping paper, like nice wrapping paper on other boxes to turn them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mom has this closet nice. of yeah. old boxes. Like literally, I'm yeah, like, yeah, we don't yeah. need this. There's like stores that are out of business. I should sell boxes for. She's like, what do you yeah. mean we don't need this May Company box anymore? <laughs> so I feel like the one time we made a real run at getting organized, my wife and I are both very disorganized people. And really? The, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought your wife was like the the opposites attract thing. Like, no, no, no. We are wow. like identicals attract in, I love that. in that respect. Because her majesty that. looks at me and is disgusted sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, it's, it's truly like we... We were like, should we really get really? married? This is this is going to be a problem. <laughs> like, we really love each other, but this is going to be a problem because we are oh, identical, wow. like identically uh, ADD messy people. And we've made it work so far, but we've like made multiple runs at getting organized. And sometimes it like the, the last time we did it, like via a container store approach, the stuff just kind of looked like shit and ended mm. up kind of all over the place. We just had a messy house with containers in there. Yeah, you got to go not too... Because I used to be like too ambitious and be like, I'm going to do the whole yeah. room. And then you start doing it and then nothing matches. But yeah. Yeah. with the little thing, you start small. Like you you organize the desk and then you you get like, you know, oh, now I have confidence. I could do the kitchen. I could do the bathroom. And then pretty soon it's like the insides are good. So you can then the outsides follow right yeah oh man such is life let's, yeah uh let's take a quick break we'll be right back zeit gang customers are rushing to your store but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it you know like a literal pos well you need shopify for retail shopify pos is your command center for your retail store with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where 
first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. Got the double thumbs up, like the beginning of Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. That's how every movie starts, isn't it? (laughs) Go, movie, start. And we're a go. And we're characters now. All right, so... Conspiratorial thinking abounds, Miles. Yes. This is your story. I'm going to let you take it from there. Well, I think, I mean, that's that's true no matter who says that sentence, I would yes. say. But yes, it is all. I mean, look, j- <laughs> last week, right, when, you know, like the anti-vaxxers, I think they believed they got a gift from like blonde haired Jesus when like NFL player DeMar Hamlin collapsed, passed away per- like momentarily from a cardiac arrest and was a, a revived immediately the fucking tweets and posts talking about died suddenly just ramped up exponentially there's this group called the center for countering digital hate and they're a nonprofit that looks at disinformation and things like that they said that the phrase died suddenly uh, had quadrupled that day like with well, the daily average is only fourth about 4000 mentions this was doing about 17000 where right. people are going on this whole died suddenly and do you guys remember we've talked about this phrase died suddenly before because there was that shitty i guess documentary that they called it but it was really just a montage clip of people collapsing due to any other reason right. aside from having like a covid vaccine and actually not dying and people were like oh man this is fucking scary man look at what the vaccine's doing to people people are just dying left and right well this like the fervor around that shit hasn't died down and This guy specifically just recently came back up in the news. You may have remembered us talking about him. His name is Christopher Keyes. He was the guy that was called the vaccine cop who wore like a fucking badge. And he tried to citizens arrest a fucking governor for like approving vaccines for kids. And he also remember his last. I I mean, we really talked about him because of his last science breakthrough. Let me just let me just remind you really quick what he's told a room full of people, what the antidote to the covid vaccine was. You know. Take it with a grain of salt, but go do the research, okay? Because this is going to just be like, there's no way. But the antidote, and I'm going to kill my credibility. But what credibility do I have anyway? So, hey. Um, the antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you... And a lot of people are like, what the fuck is this? Yes, he's talking about drinking your pee-pee so you can negate the vaccine and be free. Well, now this guy's back at it again. And he's this. so he was on a plane and he was asking the pilots if they were vaccinated because they could die suddenly Uh due to their vaccination. So this is, we're going to play this clip. This is, he was just like going up into a cockpit like, hey, how you fellas doing? Blah, blah, blah. You guys aren't vaccinated, are you? This is him walking up to the cockpit. Uh, we just found out another pilot dropped dead. Huh? Yes. Sir. Yes. You guys aren't vaccinated, are you? I hope. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Both of you? Come on. Yep. Are you He's serious? Just speaking through the. Oh my gosh. I'm young enough. We're You're young enough. Okay. <laughs> 
So he's laughing off. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure thing. More on that later. I, I bet you guys will be fine. Then guess what? The, pl- the fucking flight landed because no one's dying suddenly as shit. And then this is, he goes up to the pilots, I guess, just to like double back on being like, yo, I know I was talking about shit. Like, let me just check in on you guys one more time because I don't want to take that L. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Can I give you a card real quick? Yeah. Please, guys, if you die watch suddenly. the documentary we just put out called Died Suddenly by Stu Peters. All right. You said you were young, brother? 27. But again, we've had over a thousand athletes drop dead on the football field, 23 years of age. Please go look at it. That's a lie. We have a team of over. You hear the, the, the pilot just goes, that's a lie. <laughs> right back. Because <laughs> it is a fucking lie. Yeah. He's just like, just get the fuck out of my face, dude. That's a thousands of people aren't going down. He's likely referencing this like website that just has a list of fucking athletes that have died. Like yeah. for any reason. They'll be like, 66 year old rugby legend died. Yeah. So okay. And just leaving it at that. And I think it's worth mentioning all this because Tucker Carlson has made the same claims on his show. And we're now looking at a like House of Representatives where like the pandemic adrenochrome gang are going to be setting a lot of the agendas for what kind of legislation they even discuss or the, you know, the business a lot of these of a lot of these committees. And McCarthy, he finally got his speakership, but he basically had to give away all his power to these people just so he can have a bigger office and hold a wooden dildo. And we're going to pay the price because of this, because now we have people who are, if you hear even what he said in his first speech, he's talking about things like looking into the origins of the pandemic or like looking at like what's going on with the CDC. All of this language is meant to begin a ton of quote unquote investigations that are just going to challenge people's sense of like established truth or reality going into 2024. This is who we are ceding ground to. When people are like, he's made some concessions and ceded some ground, like this is who he's ultimately ceding ground to is the guy who wants to make his pilots let him watch them drink their own pee before yeah. takeoff to make sure that they're covered. It's, it, it'll only be a matter of time until Dr. Pee-Pee is going up to do like some kind of testimony to, in front of Congress or whatever about how like he's seen, he's seen, he's seen it all, folks. Yeah. But again, this is all... It's just very dangerous, too, because when you look even how ep- epidemiologists are talking, they're like, man, the way th- these these diseases mutate and we have new variants, like we're looking at like a new pathogen, like every six years that we have to contend with, whether it's like SARS or MERS or COVID, like they keep coming. And so there's no there's no world in which you got to be like, we don't need to look into any of this shit anymore. Right. Like it's all bullshit. And there, I, I don't know how on earth the country can protect itself because it did already did a terrible job when the shit started in 2020, when the GOP is basically going to tell Americans like, hey, fuck science. They don't know shit. Really? Yeah. They've like built out the scaffolding already for the next pandemic. And oh, uh, now everybody like prior to the pandemic, like people, I think like they, there were, there's been a huge drop off in like the number of people who actually are not skeptical of fucking vaccines just across the board like the it's done they've done quite a bit of damage and it's it's very frustrating like this is one of the most frustrating sort of cognitive biases to deal with like the sampling bias or sampling error where it's just any news story can be used to make the case like it it didn't make any sense to me like it it hadn't crossed my mind that the nfl story would be used in this way to like 
try and bias people against vaccines, but it's it's like the you know that year everyone was like God like. 2018 is on a weird one. All these celebrities are dying. And it's just like, no, there's just a lot of celebrities who are in their 60s and 70s and 80s at this point. You know, it's like that. It's you're just seeing. It's like I used to think people in Russia were the wildest drivers. And it turns out it's just that Russian that like most Russian cars have a dash cam. And so you just see all the footage of the wildest shit that's happening on roads everywhere around the world happen. And like they, they actually share the footage as opposed to, you know, we don't, we don't all have cameras constantly taking the footage. in. Hey, well now we're catching up because now more American people have them now. And the clips are starting to have American license plates in them. Yes. And they're equally fucking out there drivers here. I mean, shit in LA. I think where I live in Glendale is like considered the worst driving in the country. Right. Really? Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, the 134, the 134, lawless. It's, it's lawless. lawless. And, I, yeah. and I grew up driving on that shit. I'm, I'm a good driver because I've had to transit the 134. To protect yourself. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's had some of the f- most fucking fucked up accidents ever on it. Like yeah, the, the 134. Yeah, yeah, there was one where the, a guy like was ejected onto like a fucking freeway sign. Wow. Like, yeah, I think I remember pool. that. Yeah. Yeah. What a way to fucking, go. It's just a lot of wild sh- Anyway, but all that to say, yeah, our confirmation biases are out there. But I, it, again, it's just very scary to think of like how even in our like when the, in the pandemic started here in 2020, like the CDC and the government was like, it looks like a lot of stuff's happening in New York right now. Should we start testing for that? Right. And yeah. they just did not And then, you know, cue curb the theme song. People have to remember in general that state lines are just made up. Right, right. Because a lot of times people will be, you know, I'm, I'm from the East Coast and I'll visit home and people will be like, wow, California, there's a lot of like fires and stuff out there, huh? And it's like, you live here too. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm like closer, but your planet is also on fire. It's right. not just like, oh, it's only California. And once it hits that line, we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. It's only slightly further away from you. I think, yeah, we have a, such a terrible like compartmentalization problem in America, like whether it's class or race or like whatever. People are like, ah, well, that's that's for this other thing outside of my little box. I think mm-hmm. I'm inside of it's like, no, motherfucker. Like To your point, it's like you're we're all on the same rock, you know, yeah, and the problem happening here can right. get to you. They will eventually. Yeah, I flew here in like a few hours. Like it's <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> you might want to like, you know, take uh, some cover or something. Right. Yeah. Well, a little bit further, but still, you know, part of a part of an ongoing trend that we've been tracking here that we're seeing happen in Brazil is the rise of fascism and like a very specific type of fascism that is like mega fascism, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is but that, so Bolsonaro lost his election. And well, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> we don't know. We don't yeah. know. We don't know. We don't know. We got According to machines. Who? According to who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all part of it. It is like what what you satirize on your show, what the P doctor, the only doctor I listen to. And uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> and this Bolsonaro thing are all a part of this same trend of people feeling disaffected and lonely and feeling you know, rejecting the kind of liberal mainstream status quo in many cases for like good reasons and in many cases for horrifying, you know, racist reasons. But they are 
Like it's a growing, it's a growing movement that it feels like we're not doing the right things to prevent. But what the latest kind of flare up of this is that after he lost the election, he kind of pulled a Trump and, you know, disappeared to Florida, but continued to spread wild conspiratorial nonsense to the point that supporters storm Brazilian Congress over 2022 election loss is was the number one story over the weekend on TMZ. What? TMZ. Okay. None of, none of the rioters are dating Pete Davidson, but that, that was their <laughs> number yet. one story. So right, right, right. TMZ is on to it. I think we should be too. But I don't know. He's been, his protesters have been blocking roads, setting vehicles on fire, camping out outside military headquarters, urging the armed forces to intervene and... Yeah, a lot of American media outlets are comparing this to January 6th, partly because we are incapable of seeing a global news story and not making it about ourselves. Yeah, well, but also when Steve Bannon is a Bolsonaro advisor, yeah, you know, exactly. And he was, oh, wow. and he was ringing that Steve? bell from over here like <laughs> last year saying like, I don't know, looks like real contested. We'll see what happens. I mean, he was his whole thing was like, I'm hoping for another January 6th in Brazil. And it it's weird, too, because like it. it it was everything about it was just kind of off. Like it was on a Sunday. So no officials were there. So right. like they weren't necessarily like stopping the certification of an election or something. They just like pulled up and just like ransacked the place. And that was like about then there's even like a Q, Q shaman, QAnon shaman, like fucking like like analogous dude, but in Brazilian colors who also showed up. There's like so much imitation happening to yeah. that's. Well, it's every very country odd. has the same has one of every type of person. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. yeah there's an Italian one, a Spanish <laughs> right. one. Yeah. They all have one. Yeah. But it's but it's funny too, because like they go into it thinking they're like, this is what the people want. Like they're on this like wave of self-righteousness. Like even with the January 6th people, they're like, we're patriots or whatever. But the problem is, like, I think because they think they're on such a like righteous course and then they like objectively lose an election, it's like, well. I'm not going to fucking say, oh, maybe I was maybe I didn't represent the will of the people. Right. They're going to double down and be like, no, fuck it. Put your face paint on and now we'll storm the Capitol. Like, I don't know if you saw that one clip where the one guy's like, yeah, man, we can take that building. We can we can get in there. And there's a guy behind him who's like, and then what? <laughs> like on January 6th. And that's kind of the mentality. It's like, yeah, you're angry. You pulled up. But because you're all there motivated by this, like, like all of these very disparate principles like everyone's there for their own fucking weird reason like yeah. it's it's it, it, they don't quite turn into like this hyper potent thing but i will say this i mean obviously brazil has had a military dictatorship so it, they're not far um, off being yeah. like y'all get involved like like y'all did in the 60s to 80s please yeah and apparently the local police report to the governor who is a former bolsonaro ally and right. this was Similarly to January 6th, this was being planned openly on the Internet for at least two weeks. I think even there was even more planning to the to the point that the buses were chartered that, that showed up for the for the storming of the Capitol. Like this is this is like, a, you know, the the Civil War reenactments. They're like, all right, right, this is what this is what you do when you lose an election and you're on, have a right wing dictator. On, on the ballot. I love that everyone for all this stuff has to use social media and text messages, you know, like no one is like, hey, if we're going to be secretive, right. obviously we can't text. Yeah. And 
they all just text openly yeah. and then they get subpoenas. Right. And it's like, look, it's all here. I, I have every text that they wrote to each other. Right. Yeah. And they're like, I just can't help it. You know, it's convenient. I like the blue bubbles. We all got to have iPhones when we're planning. Yeah. This, the second uh, they, the second they figure out their OPSEC, uh-oh, it's I trouble. Know. But until then, uh, yeah, their egos will continue to assist those yep. who are seeking just to hold keep them accountable. Using, keep texting. Yeah, think, put it on put it on Getter or whatever site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Signal. I think there's something that is like specifically social media driven about the like that specific impulse of well, there must have there must have been cheating going on because everyone I speak to mm-hmm. and all the information that I see is like creating this world where he's going to win in a landslide and that is because you are being fed an algorithm that is designed just for you based on what you want to see so like that it again it's like a very it's a lonely world by design in that it is it has been designed exactly and only for you and so it doesn't actually like where else are you going to find the people who agree with you, but on social media. Because you can't go door to door. Right. Right. Just thinking of storming the capitals. Nice to meet you, neighbor. <laughs> just knocking uh, on the door. Hi, I just wanted to see yes. what, <laughs> right. what you knew about a violent overthrow of the government, yeah. and I might be able to interest you in joining us this weekend. Just a right. quick yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the riot was condemned by pretty much everyone except for... Steve Bannon and other mega folks who were like, yeah, it's Brazilian freedom fighters. That's what we're looking at. There were some there were some quiet Republicans like they're still the ones that are trying to figure out like where their soul is. Yeah. Or they're like, I'm not going to rah rah it, but I can't say that's bad because then I'll get just absolutely, you know, so you just assaulted wait, just on, inter- on the Internet by the MAGA people. But yeah, we shall see. Yeah. But Dan, it sounds like you, when we mentioned him earlier, like Steve's a, f- a friend, yeah. Steve Bannon. Stevie B. Yeah, Steve's a good pal. Uh, <laughs> he and I have the same skincare regimen. Oh, great. <laughs> and yeah, I just, he's a beautiful, fun guy. Love him. Yeah. Do the same dental routine too? Sleep with a bunch of jolly Absolutely. ranchers in your mouth? Yeah, and just, <laughs> yeah. I lo- we, I lo- I'm like, Steve, how do you get those cool red spots all over you? That <laughs> jolly you ranchers. Like- all your night. insides are on your outsides because you're so evil that your body can't contain uh, right. any kind of maladies. Yeah, that's true power when yeah. when your body starts turning itself yeah. inside out. Yeah, yeah, when you look like um, the emperor or whatever from Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> you're like, cool, you're in a good spot. You look like the bad guy, like the worst <laughs> bad guy ever made in movies. You look like him. Got that's that right. Palpatine swag. Palpatine, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rise and grind. I'm yeah. on my Palpatine. <laughs> Pal- Dude, I nailed him. You called yeah. him Palpatine? That's messed yeah. up, man. You heard it here. There it is. Why don't they call it Roundine? <laughs> <laughs> He's a round emperor. There it is. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back, and this is this is our JFK assassination conspiracy. This yeah. is our yeah for our generation. So back in 2012, Woo. you might remember what a time I didn't, but you guys did. Kim Kardashian was flower bombed. No she was being interviewed on the red carpet. Someone came up, and I I thought it was going to be more like violent than it was. It was more of like a, she was sprinkled with flour. Her head did go back and to the left <laughs> as, as it happened. But she was at an event launching her new perfume. It drew attention to the product and the seriousness of baking ingredient-based attacks. Absolutely. But like it, police were called and everything. Like yeah. Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department says deputies were called to the London Hotel because somebody threw powder on her. And, mm. you know, you... You don't know that it's flour. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Could be the cocaine that her PR agent was doing when. Yeah. Tea. yeah. Also, that's a, that's an expensive prank. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Throwing, <laughs> you want to fucking right. throw like a quarter pound of cocaine on somebody. But, <laughs> okay, do you. You got eight ounces of money. Woo. She bravely refused medical treatment at the time. <laughs> Paramedics were called to the hotel, but Kardashian refused <laughs> medical treatment. And described it as the most craziest, unexpected, weird thing that ever happened to me. Oh, do you want to, Jack? You said you've never seen it. Do you want to see the? Do you want to? Oh, see I this watched moment? the video. The okay. for the story. Yeah, I mean, the audio is just interesting because she's giving an interview, and the person just utters "fur hag" yeah. because it was like a, an anti-fur protest, supposedly. But she's giving an interview. She's talking. She's talking. Oh, here comes a person from the back with the bag. Oh, 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 oh! Here's the thing, though. This yeah. is the beginning of Kim Kardashian's terrible acting career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because knowing what we know now, her her reactions are very like, 
I knew that shit was gonna. She's like feigning outrage. She's like, yeah. oh feigning no, outrage, smiling. Look, she's and, smiling. She's smiling right here. Yeah, she's, she's like, smiling. Oh shit, it happened according to plan. Anyway, so yeah, what were you saying about this adventure? <laughs> and then <laughs> set up. Wa- walks off with her head down, like almost like trying to stifle a laugh. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Or it was kind of doing that thing where like someone threw a like on a reality show where someone throws a drink on someone and they're not trying to let that phase them. So they go, right. oh, oh, OK. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and just yeah. wipe the drink off. Right. That before grabbing their hair. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, we recently learned that it was all a PR stunt. She was ah! totally in on it. Her PR agent and her planned the faux attack in order to create a media moment. Mm-hmm. She supposedly told Kim Kardashian, if we create media gold, guess what's going to happen? Everyone's going to be talking about your perfume. Everyone's going to buy it. Uh, did that happen? I'm, I'm wearing it right now. Oh, OK. Oh, but gosh. Okay. I thought you were saying you, you always wear white diamonds, you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's a little it's a melange. <laughs> oh, you switching you know? it up? Oh, okay. like a, classy, honey. He's classy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Didn't Tom Cruise have something similar happen to him, too, where he got flower bombed? At the, it literally the same he got year. Sprayed with a squirt oh, yeah. gun, I think. Was it? I thought he got flower bomb too. Oh, did he? I think he did. Well, maybe they the were like, this year. works so well. Or maybe he got glitter bombed. He got. I think he. Wait, let's see. There's a whole thing. He said slips get attacked. Glitter bomb. Flower bombed. Uh, Kim got the flower. Who is this? I think Lindsay Lohan got hit with glitter and flower. <laughs> Oh yeah, what? Yeah, what? What? Something? I don't know. That looks like a liquid on Tom Cruise. What did you say? Okay, so then maybe he did get wet. I he did know. at one I... point get sprayed with a squirt gun, and I I just remember That's because like. he he has this like very friendly facade, but when he got sprayed with a squirt gun, he was it pissed. went away fast. He turned it up. It was yeah, because like... I thought this was a part of something about Mary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, uh, somebody has a screen cap. Is. I was like, frame. what is happening in this picture? So yeah, yeah. he got mad. Lindsay Lohan and and the screen cap that they used of her glitter bomb attack looks like she's being hit with molten metal. Yeah. Or like but, a grenade went off. I don't know. Th- this is interesting to me because it suggests that like there are those times where you hear a conspiracy theory. Like I had recently heard that uh, all the don't worry, darling, extreme media mm-hmm. push controversy was all part of some 4D chess plan. And it did seem to like it had a big opening weekend and then yeah. kind of died off after that. But that is uh, a big opening weekend is usually a testament to a really successful media push. And I don't know like this. So first of all, it's such a bad idea, like to say out loud, we're going to <laughs> make people buy your perfume by dumping flour on your head. But it <laughs> is also like the it was definitely like conceived by someone who was doing too many stimulants, I think, uh, yeah. wh- whether it be coffee or, or what it was. But it's it, it does kind of open my mind to, OK, I'm going to be viewing any anything like this in the future through new glasses because mm-hmm. of this. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense because so much is like celebrity is such a spectacle. Yeah, that. All you have to do is, you know, think a little bit ahead of how people are going to respond to what's happening to a celebrity. And mm-hmm. you get this kind of shit like all the time or like it would be like, oh, if someone does this, then it's popping. If you got all this talk around, you know, the stuff that was going on set or whatever, people are going to be talking because mm-hmm. 
I feel like is the the days we used to just take movies in. There would be a billboard. There would be a fucking bus bench ad. There would be a couple music videos. And you knew a movie was coming out. Right. But I think in the age of like the internet and everything, it's like those same. Yeah. I don't think those are working the same way. And they kind of have to do like run psyops on the fucking audience to get them interested on some level. Right. Well, related, but not related. I was thinking about the whole I don't know if you've all talked about it, but the Jen Shaw thing. Right. So her bringing a fake bag to her um, her sentencing Everyone has been talking about that. And I'm like, as much as people are like, oh, this thing, I'm like, that's what these reality folks have been crafted to do. They've they've learned how to make every moment of their, like, anything yeah. happens. It's a moment. And so, like, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that someone would come out and say Kim Kardashian's flower blonde thing was a moment. For me, I'm sorry, but I'm laughing because as I'm looking through the photos, there's these people vacuuming up the flower. <laughs> And it's taking me down every time I see someone with an actual vacuum vacuuming up the flower. But all that to say... Crime scene cleanup. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Clean it up. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. But I'm curious to hear from you guys, any any Zeit gang, what are stories like this that you always suspected were an inside job? There, There have been rumors that Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian's sex tape leaks were both, you know, things that they did that, mm-hmm. you know, what whether it was an inside job or not, both like exploded their careers and to right. the stratosphere, you know. So did Paris Hilton say that wasn't she wasn't a part of that? She has come out and she said that, says, but it's always been rumored that. So Right. Cause because you know. Joe was that was yeah, because I feel like the guy she was with is like a total yeah. fucking predator. Right. Yeah. I don't know what other things, I mean, I, I'm i not saying this is an inside job, but when the Caitlyn Jenner Vanity Fair cover came out, right, when she came out, that was the day, like, the, the renewal of the Patriot Act was going on, and there was a lot of outrage because Edward Snowden was like, being like you know what the NSA is kind of up to? Right. And there was a huge conversation around surveillance, uh, but the debate, like, on, like, the day before, there's all this debate going on, and then that, like, they were like trying to get the votes right and they finally got it through just served as a great, it was more of an example of a great like pop culture distraction while something really fucking right. like, like despicable is happening. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I always thought. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the dates of it, you're like, wow, that's I think just more serendipitous for the military industrial complex and surveillance state. Right. But then Caitlyn Jenner ends up being a Republican politician. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, and then right. you're like, yeah. and then at the end, it's like, it was an op, right. just so you know. <laughs> I feel like Julia Fox was never interested in Kanye, but that's not necessarily something yeah. I think was a setup. That just seems like self-serving, like social climbing of the lowest common denominator variety. Yeah. But I don't know. What other, you know, like, was it Tom Cruise jumping up and down on the couch? That felt contrived. That did. Or was that real? You know, like, what? Are, what where do we land on that? I think that was... A Dean Scream level, like the media ran with something <laughs> because they were ready to pile on. You're doing the opposite. And because he, when you picture that moment in your mind, what do you see? Like, do you see him, him on jumping up and down on the couch? I see like a, it's yeah. a trampoline. Yeah, in my mind, I think. So Why? what actually, he jumped on the couch, stood there for a second and then jumped off. Like, when you go back and watch it, it's oh, somewhat right. underwhelming. He just hopped on. Yeah, he hopped on yeah, and yeah. hopped on. He, he, like, I'm not saying... The the version that came through into the, like, collective consciousness was earned by just, like, mm-hmm. his in- being 
intense to a degree that it's like, well, that person's really not human and their career is built <laughs> on them portraying humans up to that point. And since then, Tom Cruise has been like, all right, what if my thing is just I'm the most intense person and I will die for you to watch my movie? But I, I think... <laughs> I don't think the media had to work too hard on that one as opposed to the Dean scream. I, but I, I do think that that one was, it was just people were ready to be like, this person is, we're, we're out on Tom Cruise. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. my theory. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. Did he say, right. I love my wife or did he say, I love that woman? I love that woman. I believe oh, is what I remember. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's a lot. Very believable. Very believable. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of the, got, a, that's a lot of drugs, honey. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know or thetans, you know. Yeah, I so. think he's just got the natural. He's got that the CEO net- energy, you know. Yeah, because he's like, yeah. If if he weren't an actor, he'd be like some billionaire who like, oh, for sure, you know, like let like millions of people die like mm-hmm. under his watch. Spend but I don't know. Forty percent of his day clapping, you know, like just that, <laughs> right. All right. Well, speaking of other movie stars, Mel Gibson is reportedly making Passion of the Christ 2, Cruise Control, as Christ the writer J.M. put it. It's not called Cruise Control. Uh, but it should be <laughs> Christ it Control. Was. Yeah. Mm. But he's apparently just months away from making a sequel to his torture porn blockbuster, The Passion of the Christ. He what? had talked Wait, about the... What's it about? Huh? So this is this is interesting. So okay. he's talked before about the project and said that it's going to be wild and a vast theological experience that is an acid trip, which sounded cool to me, much cooler than <laughs> the first Passion of the Christ. I don't know if y'all saw that, but that is, that is the least movie-like movie. The anti-Semitism was a little wacky in that one. Oh, my God. Me. And there's just like, no, there, there's no plot it's just a person getting beat until yeah the thing and look and jim caviezel is doing great now yeah it really it's sent like him on, on. on he also i'm pretty sure got struck by lightning while he was on the cross during the filming of that movie it's like how many signs do you need like it, this is <laughs> this is the sort of thing y'all believe in like how many side signs that a per a God is up there not wanting this to happen. Do you need if that's what you believe in? But anytime, right. anyways, the the idea is that it will happen in the time between Jesus dying and Jesus rising in like some <laughs> like heaven, hell, nether world thing. So it's just going to be a totally different genre. It's going to be. Hey, all right, hey, man, I'd love to see someone really take a swing. religious their religion hey. and treating it with the proper sanctity yeah. and respect it deserves being like, Hey man, what about between Friday and Sunday though? What the fuck was, what was going on in that? That's head, right. Huh? What was when he was in the cave. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it starts off like mm-hmm. Friday? Like yeah. it yeah. starts like the first thing you see is Friday. It'll start out with, but, 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 but it's Friday. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, yeah. Then they have him, what, like, in a, I don't know, it's, I can't believe, like, someone's fine, whatever. Yeah, there's always well, somebody wants to make Jesus stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a history of people trying to make sequels to this because Mel Gibson can't, like, copyright the story of Jesus or anti-Semitism. So okay, he's, right. you know, lots of people have been like, hey, this, this is a recipe that works. So there was a Christian film 
producer who cr- tried to crowdfund $40 million to make a sequel. It didn't really go anywhere. The most fucked up attempt to make a follow-up to The Passion of the Christ came from the original film screenwriter, Benedict Fitzgerald. Benny so Fitz. Benny Fitz, after the movie came out, was not getting any job offers. Oh. Mm. Which is, uh-huh. you know, it is one of the most successful movies of all time. But on the other hand, the film was, let's say, controversial and also literal garbage. It's one of the <laughs> worst movies. But also, I was just like curious about like, what was his backstory? Was he working? Like, did he write Lethal Weapon 4 and then Mel Gibson right. roped him into this or what? Right. Not a ton of credits, but is from like, have you ever seen Quiz Show, movie Quiz Show? Yeah. Where it's with about, Ray Fiennes and John Turturro. Yeah, the, yeah. And this guy who is like from a famous intellectual family becomes a famous quiz show contestant and gets all the answers, but he's cheating. And like, right. that's what it seems like this person is. The, <laughs> so his dad is a famous poet critic named Robert Fitzgerald. And when he was a kid, Flannery O'Connor babysat him, but so he's like literary royalty. And this was kind of, he like worked on a couple of TV shows and then this was his biggest thing. And then everyone was like, oh man, we really didn't like that. So he hasn't been able to get work, but he was able to get a big payday by saying, actually, okay, what about prequel? And he... Any interest in a prequel? And everyone's like, hell no. <laughs> but he was able to raise money to make the movie by turning to a Mexican drug cartel. Okay. Signed an agreement with them. Was was very Oh, they signed agreements? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Was Wait. shockingly incurious about like, what what are these people? Where's all this money coming from? Right. From these people that nobody in Hollywood's ever heard of. Right. And the cartel sued him over some money he couldn't pay back. And no, the cartel sued him? Yes. I like that the cartels are like, hey, man, get a business agreement. This guy's a We mess. don't know this guy. <laughs> yeah. We don't know him. We don't know how he moves. Mm-mm. So the cartel Mm-mm. signed over the rights to the movie to two men, one of whom wanted the other to give up his half of the script. And when he refused, the other guy kidnapped his brother with the ransom being a faxed note agreeing to give up his half of the Passion prequel. Oh, my God. This is the movie. This is the movie. I, know. I don't yeah, understand exactly. why someone's not making this a movie. Just be writing what is happening to I'm sorry, your yeah, stupid ass. This guy runs afoul of the cartel. There's fucking kidnapping over the rights to the Passion of the Christ prequel. Like, prequel. This is the movie. Why is no one making this is this option <laughs> has someone optioned this because we should yeah this is actually a fantastic movie that you could make like and yeah, you don't have to talk about argo yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> the script was then sold for one million dollars to a producer who was immediately questioned by the dea <laughs> and then when an arrest was made the government like the u.s government claimed the rights to 10% of the future profits of Mary, Mother of Christ, the name of the movie, because it was going to be all about Mary, which (laughs) they then ended up losing in court. Like, they got sued to give up their rights to it. And then after all that, the movie was never made because the script had become tainted. But (laughs) this is the legacy of a Passion Mm. of the Christ sequel, which is like... On one level, it's like the Titanic sequel. Like, it's a thing you would joke about. You don't need it. Because it feels impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. 
I should. This just is not, a lot. I got to see this movie now about this fucking guy going to the cartel to make a film that is so awful and the downward spiral that ensues. That's that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know. But I just like the, that the pivot was oh, all right. Then let's do it like right after they take him off the cross <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until exactly. Easter Sunday. We'll do that. Okay, we burned the prequel. Yeah. We don't. Nobody has the rights to the acid trip in the fucking cave, in That's the right. tomb, as it were. <laughs> That's right. So we'll see. We'll all be eagerly yeah. awaiting Where he that. He was talking one. to Satan, yeah. the yeah. snake, the serpent. Do you think what is that going to look like? You know what I mean? How do you even do that? That won't. I feel like even Christian people who fucked with the first one might even be offended by whatever the director's depiction is of all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean? It's going to be wildly offensive and boring at the same time, like the first one. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there going to be a scene where he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like going into like a They're wormhole. spinning the camera. Yeah. As he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he lands in like a dark void. Where am I? Huh? Huh? Welcome to hell, Jesus. <laughs> like, you're mine unless you can beat me in this fiddling contest. <laughs> yeah. James Brown gets a whole sequence. Because he's down there entertaining. (laughs) Welcome to hell. And the doors open and it's just flames. Get up! Oh! Jesus is like, what is going on? I mean, that would be an in a way, if you said there's a fucking sequence where Jesus goes in a fucking wormhole yeah. to a black void, which is hell, and then he has a dance battle with James Brown. Yeah. The lights <laughs> pop on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, OK, look, I don't fuck with Mel Gibson, but this mm-hmm. is so absurd. I might have to torrent the Literally. illegal version of the film because I might have to see that. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I would watch it just to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, so wait, would Jim Caviezel come back for this? I have to imagine. I don't think he's going to object. Jim Caviezel, he's gone full right wing mega. Yeah. yeah. What's so. that going to do? I know. I mean, talk about controversy on top of controversy. Hey, <sighs> Passion hey. of the Christ too. You know? And it'll probably do extremely well from sure. conflict marketing. Yeah. So it's called Electric Tumaloo. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny to me that... <laughs> It is funny to me that they blamed for for the flower bombing, like their made up villain was an animal rights person. Like they're just always they they, yeah. they know they get blamed for everything. Yeah. Yeah. They have the four D chess mind to know that like the media wants to blame. Like they won't look too deep into that. They yeah. they would love to blame an animal rights person. So right. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean the mm-hmm. conflict the the first Passion of the Christ is probably the best example of conflict marketing. Like, that movie is a monster, monster mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. And I don't, like, they, they were, churches were being like, it is your duty. You will go to hell if you don't go out and see this movie. Because isn't it in Aramaic, too, and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, remember that made part. in a whole bunch of different languages. Yeah. All right. Well, can't wait to see the... The Shroud of Turin. Like, is he going to use the shroud? Is like, does he tie that up in like a nice head wrap or something? Right. You know, like Rambo style? Yeah. yeah. To, oh, wow. Okay. Shh. <laughs> we're, we're, we're starting our own. Yeah. Okay. The three of us about to write this script, John. We about we to, have to, to write it. <laughs> we have to write this. This has to get written. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show. 
if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.